Coming to you live from the IEC Results Center in Tswane. You are, of course, listening to 702. I'm joined now as my final contributor to the show this evening by political analyst Ibrahim Fakir. He is, of course, with the ASDI Institute. Ibrahim, thank you so very much for joining us. Uh, there's been a lot of uh, criticism around the IEC and some of its planning and so on. And when you were training us, you obviously warned that this was going to happen. In your estimation, um, what was the um, what is your verdict of how the ANC, uh, or rather the IEC, has done so far? Given that the polls are now officially closed, everyone in the queue, of course, will be allowed to vote. But I mean, the voting stations have closed officially at nine o'clock. Karima, it's always very difficult to pronounce on the efficiency and effectiveness of the electoral administrator and the electoral manager, particularly at a point when the voting stations have not yet returned anything. We can't have any idea of what the count is and we don't have the full extent of what the complaints are. Because remember, in terms of the law, parties would still have another 24 to 48 hours uh, in order to lay certain complaints. And in fact, they got a slightly longer period, uh, not much longer, but slightly longer to go to the electoral court if Mm. they want to. So, you know, we don't know what the scale of the complaints are, but let me say this. There is no election universally Mm. which is blemish-free. It is Absolutely, yeah. But in scale, in, in terms of scale, the IEC has generally done a good job. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Karima, just think about this. The data is as follows. Close to 22,000 voting stations, each with between 5 and 15 staff members. Yeah. That gives you 160,000 people who had to be managed, mm. trained, recruited, uh, the venues contracted, and then the planning, as I heard the former CEO uh, and now commissioner of the IEC, yes. explaining the contingencies that they've got to put in place, yes. plan to distribute ballot papers, but also the scale of coordination, Karima. Yeah. You've got the IEC who has to coordinate all the different political parties who are difficult to coordinate at the best of times. <laughs> yes. then, then the police, then the security services, then your own staff... Then the contractors and the people who provide services to you, such as IT, logistics, and so on. And Mm. then remember the contracting. Every individual voting station, remember, has a contract, which is underwritten by the IEC. So, you know, there's just such a scale, which I think we just completely unaware of. Now, that doesn't Mm. excuse any of the glitches, right? We're not excusing any of the administrative and management protocols which the IEC have broken. But for me, Karima, there are only three tests. The first Mm. is as follows. Uh, Is a problem identified or a complaint genuinely entertained? Mm. Is it investigated? Do the oversight mechanisms or the supervisory uh, sanctions actually apply? And we've seen over the past two days, Mm. uh, electoral officials being fired, people being disciplined. um, Mm. so, so, So is there rectification? And lastly, is there some remedy? Mm. And I'm confident that the oversight systems are sufficiently robust that they do work. The only test of an election, Karima, to me, about the success of the election is do the parties involved accept the outcome? And if they do, in spite of whatever problems might have occurred, and there will be those, Mm. uh, we can disregard them. But I think on the whole, 
even from the early reports we're getting, it seems that the IEC has again executed itself well. That doesn't mean it doesn't have space for review. Mm. And after this election, they will need to go into reviewing not just legislation, as the commissioner was saying. They've got to review logistics, planning, yes. distribution, all of that. Relationship with other social partners like the police. I mean, in the Western Cape, uh, the ballot was held up because there was no police to accompany the ballot. Yeah, they, I mean, look, all of that coordinating stuff, you, you know, the, it has to be worked out. But again, you, you know, the, the difficulty, and I have some appreciation for this, because remember the command structure of the police yes. is completely different. They don't fall under the ambit of the IEC. The IEC has no authority or control over them. Yes. The best they can do is, is get more efficient coordinating structures. But yeah. there are sometimes problems which come up which no coordination can solve. It is just yes. a problem you have to deal with on the fly. Yeah. Uh, Ibrahim, we've got two minutes left. I'm going to ask you about turnout. Uh, and, of course, the the big issue is that the IEC said to us the turnout is going to come out in about minutes. Um, in fact, we've got 30 seconds, my producer is whispering to me in my ear. Um, do you think we've had a low turnout? Is it too early to tell? Um, a lot of political parties are actually quite concerned. I had my reporter Teto in here saying that in Soweto the queues were very, very short. It, it, look, it's far too early, and I think the commissioner was being entirely over-optimistic around saying that we can announce turnout in the next couple of hours. I don't mm. think so. We'll best know what the turnout figure would be tomorrow, because remember, every voting station is still going to return their count, and it's only yes. then that they will confirm what the turnout is. So anyone who's expecting a turnout figure now is being overly uh, optimistic. I do, however, think, just judging from things that we're getting from the field, is that it might end up at between... 68 and 70 or maybe even slightly lower but certainly lower than turnout in previous years all right that is where we will leave it political analyst with azri ibrahim fakir thank you so very much for your analysis well that about wraps it up for us our first night here live at the rock as i said a hive of activity my eyes don't know where to focus and i'm looking obviously at the boards they're full of adverts at the moment but tomorrow morning it will be a completely different picture and we will of course be able to bring you the results the implications thereof and who you have chosen as your new government. It's just gone 10 o'clock. It's time for Eyewitness News.